G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, let's take a few moments to get some insights into what has been happening in one of the fire-affected areas in New South Wales. As you know, New South Wales firefighters have been trying to get the upper hand on bushfires and at least 30 homes destroyed across the state this week and authorities spent yesterday assessing the full scale of the damage, uh, millions and millions of dollars damage and uh, lots of homes, lots of outbuildings also destroyed in various places, uh, places near Dunedoo, uh, the small uh, settlement called Uabri, and uh, the church in Uabri was destroyed by fire. There was other homes dis- destroyed in uh, Papabara near Port Macquarie, also Don Dingalong near Kempsey, and Bogabri near Narrabri. Well, let's get a little insight into what's happening around that region uh, in Dunedoo, where that church uh, was destroyed. Uh, Father Robert Bowman, who's the Anglican rector of All Saints Anglican Church in Cooler, Dunedoo in New South Wales, is joining us on the phone. Uh, hello, Father Robert. Welcome along to 2020. Oh, thank you very much, and uh, hello to you too. Uh, Robert, you are the rector there in Dunedoo, yep. but you have responsibility for the little settlement there at Uabri. Uh It was a small church in the town, and you were the minister who was regularly visiting Uabri. Yeah, we have a once-a-month service at uh, St John's Uabri. The, the church is probably, I think it was built in the 1920s, so it's a little wooden church with uh, pressed tin walls and, and um, ceiling and yeah. Uh, so not a pleasant church service uh, in the hot weather? Uh, no, it gets, it gets a little bit hot but normally we have the service in the afternoon sort of evening and then the, um, the very small congregation goes to somebody's place for tea so there was a good fellowship there. I imagine that in the aftermath of the bushfire you haven't been able to travel to Uabri to have a look at what sort of damage there is to the church. Have you seen any photographs of, of the church? Yeah, no, I can't get out there because the, um, the highway's still closed and I uh, can't get up to Cooler because the road's closed that way as well. But I did. Uh, I, I was pretty sure once people said, you know, Uabri was gone, meaning everything, that the church would be gone too. And then I saw a picture in the um, um, online in the... Daily Telegraph, and I looked at the street, and I thought, "Ah, there's the church. That 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 lump of ash there." Well, um, of course, we know that buildings can be replaced. Lives yeah. uh, not so easy. Um, thankfully, uh, no one injured in that bushfire there in Uabri. Uh, but have you had any reports from uh, any people that you're uh, that you know in Uabri about about how things were before they got out of town? Um, I haven't really been able to contact. Um, anyone from out there except a little bit on Facebook or texting um, mainly because they're you know they're in they're in shock they're pretty busy sort of cleaning up after afterwards because the fire's sort of finished in that area and you know some of them are 
having to uh, care for injured stock or shoot uh, stock because they're just too badly burned and and bury others that have been killed in the fire. Um, my rector's warden out there, uh, um, his, he's the local fire captain as well, and I just know from what I've seen on TV that uh, his house and property were... Well, all the buildings were destroyed and... Um, but philosophically, he said, uh, you know, I've probably seen it yourself on TV that there are only, you know, we get attached to these things, but they're things. You know, the important thing is that nobody's been uh, killed or injured. You know, and families are are intact still. How know. how far is Stanley Do from Uarbri? Uh It's about forty kilometres out to Uarbri. It's about halfway between Dunedoo and Marawar. Um, we have. Uh, six churches in the parish. There's Kula and Dunedoo, which are the main two churches, and then there's Uarbri on the east, and then uh, um, Elong, or Elong, Elong, they call it, and um, Mendoran and Neilrex on the um, on the west and north of us. Yeah, Robert, I imagine with six churches in the parish uh, that there might be some level of combined effort to uh, to try and see Uarbri get back on its feet. Is that is that well, a plan? Certainly, the the community is starting to, um, you know, and the government is starting, and and uh, uh, helping agencies are starting. I know to come into Dunedoo and set up and start um, being able to help people who've lost a lot of uh, a lot of their livelihood and and um, possessions in the fire. Um, the fire still going as far as I know up near Kula so that's still an active fire ground, it's a you know, what they call a, a, a watch and act um, so it's sort of early days at the moment because um, There might be a bigger story unfolding even as we speak that's Yeah right. well you know all we need is a wind change and the temperature to go up and the fire flares up again and you know it could come back towards us or go somewhere else you know um so you just gotta um it's you know it's just wait and wait and act and and hopefully they'll get it all out and then assess the damage and and start to uh, try and in some ways put people's lives back together a bit you know Robert, no doubt you'll be uh, in the pulpit at your church in Dunedoo this coming Sunday. Uh, do you have any particular special focus that you'll be bringing, given that uh, you've lost the church building there uh, and that there are threats to uh, more homes in your community? Um, I just think uh, just to encourage my congregation to pray and uh, support those who have uh, who, you know, have been through this disaster. Yeah, um, and uh, just to do as much as we can to help them. Uh, and I'd uh, certainly ask your listeners to, you know, to continue to pray for all of the fires in New South Wales, you know, um, and particularly for the uh, Coolar people at the moment because they're facing, still facing a fire up there. Um, I think it's passing on the north, the eastern side of Coolar, but. A lot of old uh, properties and uh, um, stations out there that, you know, I know of one that's uh, one, one property that's been in, you know, a family for generations is 
is um, being destroyed. So, yeah, just just pray. Robert, is there a threat every year uh, when bushfire season comes around that uh, some of the towns in your parish may yeah, well be affected well, by bushfire? Well, I don't think many farmers go on holidays through the, the summertime, especially in January, um, because because of the fire threat or the possibility of fire. And, and you know, the majority of them are always prepared, in, especially in the in the hotter weather with fire equipment ready if uh, if something happens that they can get to and put out quickly sort of thing um, you or to go to a neighbours and help them if there's something uh, there Are you anticipating that uh, the communities and of course we're talking uh, all those smaller towns that you mentioned earlier part of your par- parish yeah. are, you, yep. are you anticipating they'll really sort of come together to support one another through this time? Um I think so. Uh, we haven't really sort of got together to talk about it as yet, um, but um, it, people in the community, you know, not only in church communities, but the general community just pull together in these times and do what they need to do to get uh, to help things. Robert, when we talk about uh, people praying for uh, not only your community there in Uarbury, uh, uh, near Dunedoo, but uh, others that are, might be under threat at this time, I wonder whether you'd mind if I just pause for a moment and lead uh, our listeners in prayer for uh, for your community. Is that okay? That's that's fine with me. Now let's just uh, bow our heads if it's safe to do so, wherever you might be listening. Loving yeah, God, as we uh, as we quieten our own hearts anticipating, Lord, uh, for your blessing to flow into the community of Uabri and those other towns that are facing bushfire activity and those that are throughout New South Wales as well. Lord, we ask for your intervention, uh, that you hold back the flames from people's homes, that you protect fathers, mothers and families in those communities. Protect too, Lord, the livestock, and the plant and equipment on so many farms throughout the communities. Uh, Lord, bring your blessing on New South Wales as a result of these things that have happened through bushfire. I pray, Lord, that the communities will come together. And, Lord, that there will be those who will seek meaning from tragedy. But, Lord, that you will speak deeply into their hearts as they look to you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Robert, our prayers are with you and uh, certainly we'll be thinking of you. And uh, while there were some forecasts that were saying that bushfire conditions were going to uh, strengthen again uh, through the rest of the week, uh, we certainly hope that those things are held back and that uh, that God will be uh, your protector in this time. Uh, Robert, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020. Thanks for the call. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.